The shit's chess, it ain't checkers. If you're good at something, never do it for free. You think you're big time? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, the DRD. Welcome to the DRD show. If you're new here, thank you so much for subscribing. Just to give you a brief rundown of the show, we review and rate movies, past or present, as well as TV shows, past or present, under 30 minutes or less. And you can always catch me on social media. We got at the DRD show, both on Instagram and Twitter. For those who are always following and always fans of the show, we have a series going on here for this month, and it is definitely spooky season. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the movie of 2007, 30 Days of Night. Yes such a classic and i like this movie it's just a amazing horror thriller and it's directed by david slade who has done work for black mirror and he did the movie uh, black mirror bandersnatch um he did a few tv shows as well american gods uh he did one of my joints hannibal i love that show um he did one episode of breaking bad and he also did, well, I can't believe it, the Twilight Saga, Eclipse. I never got into those movies, so don't ask me. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Yeah. And, of course, we got the cast here. Uh, we got my man Josh Hartnett as Eben Olsen. We got Melissa George as Stella Olsen. Uh, Danny Houston as Marlo, one of the head vampires. We got Ben Foster as The Stranger. And... Just to jump right into it, the fact that this movie is done at, uh, I believe it's Barrow, Alaska, and it's like all the way up north, and I believe in the introduction of the movie, it was said that I believe once a year they have a whole month of nothing but darkness of night, so no daylight, so that's like, yo, like if I live there, holy shit. I would I would lose my shit. Like I would just be like, "Yo, yeah, I gotta pay me or something." But um, actually, I heard rumors that I'm talking about that. I had I heard rumors that if you live uh, up there, they do pay you because of that reason. Because I think it is like a true thing. Um, but that's just a rumor, so don't quote me on that. It's you know I'm not sure if it's true or not. Go Google that shit. See what I'm talking about. So I like the, I just love the vibe of this movie, man. It's just like you, you see like a mysterious ship come through and you see Ben Foster with his blue eyes just like staring at this damn thing. And he's just like, let me keep walking to this town. And then one of the, uh, the town, uh, I'm sorry, but when we see, uh, what's his name? When we see Josh Hartner come through and he's accompanied by his his friend, his buddy, Billy, who is played by, by, I forgot to mention my man right here, Manu Bennett, yo, that's my guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, his name is Billy, that's who he plays. And Billy goes, and he's like, it's tradition, Let's, we gotta change the population. Uh, like, welcome to Barrow, 
uh, Alaska, whatever. And the population, when I saw it, it was fucking crazy. 152 people. I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's just so small. And then when we have, um, we get a scene with Melissa George, um, Stella, the wife of uh, Eben, and she's her plan is like she's trying to get out of the town so when this happens i I guess she has like her own little tradition where she leaves the town because she doesn't want to be a part of this shit and she doesn't want to like suffer with the cold and all that which i get that's smart to do you know when you know that's about to happen just bounce get out of there but she's like the fire marshal of that small little town and Josh Hartnett's character is the sheriff of that small town. So we get like a nice shot of like somebody just comes with a knife. You don't see who it is. And they just kill a bunch of like dogs and in, in, in the whole entire kennel. So he gets the dispatch, um, Eben, Eben Elson. And he's, he goes there, he checks it out, you know. He feels sorry like for the owners of it. He's like, we're going to find out who's doing this. But then that's when that happens. Like, then you see, like, the person who's running all the power plant of that small town. The people, the vampires, that who are unbeknownst at the moment, are fucking with him. And then he goes outside, and then they just tear this man up. He even puts, puts his head on a pike. And just stick sticks them there. So then the power goes out <clears throat> little by little. And shit, man. She just gets real at like every little second is just chilling about this thing. And I love it. And we get Josh Hart and his character goes back to the police station. Um we, you know, he's trying to figure things out, and he gets another call, and he's like, What the heck is going on here? Meanwhile, we get these other people who are working at like um i'm not sure what kind of you know building it is but it's like it's it's i don't know what they referred it to but it's like a not a power plant but they it has like a lot of machinery there it's like it's just like i don't know how do you fuck that up but anyways (laughs) so they, they, these workers, they leave, and then they get attacked too by these vampires. And then now we're seeing the vampires more. So now they're like talking in their own language, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna like terrorize this town, but I don't want you to turn nobody into, you know, one of us." So they're just out here wreaking havoc because they feel disrespected. They think everybody took them as um, like a, you know, like a fictional story, like the boogeyman and all that. So they out here for vengeance and shit. And they feel like this was a perfect setting because of the the fact that it's, you know, 30 days of night. So that's an advantage for the vampires because obviously they don't survive in the daytime. And now as as the town is losing power, now they're going on rooftops and shit and causing havoc. And then they start killing people and people out there with their shotguns and shit. So Josh Hartnett, uh, Josh Hartnett's uh, character goes around the town with loudspeaker. He's like, everybody stay indoors. You got a, if you got a, a generator, stay indoors. You know, be careful. Blah blah blah. And he's telling people to like get harmed and stuff. Like it's crazy. So if if 
if you put yourself in the in the townsman's like uh, shoes and you see the sheriff, the local sheriff, and you know the town's damn small, and he's telling you shit like that, yo, I'm gonna be fucking worried. I'm gonna be like, yo, what's going on here? Like, what's like really? So we get the glimpse of back with the people that own the dog kennel, and they're talking, and then the the owner. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was like sitting in his living room with a shotgun. His wife's in the kitchen and she asks him a question. And the next thing you know, bam, the vampire just goes flying through the window. And then he just like goes to town on her, on her neck. And then the dude is like, yo, what the fuck? So then she leaves and they throw her out of the door and then they put her under. Like, or every home has like this little, like, his name uh, is like under the foundation, but he could go underneath the houses, so they're like lifted a little bit. So the vampire drags his wife there, and then he gets like, I guess, in a scuffle with one of them, and so then we don't hear about him. And as the and as the movie goes, more people are missing that you you know that you initially saw. We get Ben Foster causing trouble. At a local restaurant, which leads Josh Hartnett, uh, before the whole chaos started, he arrests him along with his wife, and they bring him in. So then, when the vampires are wreaking havoc, they finally get to the station, and you know they snap his neck because I guess he had a deal with them. So basically, he was like bait or something, or he was there like to to cause the chaos, to cause the scare. And he's like, yeah, he's going to make me one of them, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously, no, that's not the case. So they snap his neck. He's done. They leave and then enters Eben and Stella Olsen. And they're like frightened to death and they see a lot of blood. They don't know where um, Eben's brother is at, Jake Olsen, uh, who's played by Mark Rendell. And they're trying to figure out like where would they go? And they're like, oh, they might be at the diner because the diner has a generator and it's kind of spacious in there so as the movie goes by it's just like non-stop terror and there's so many parts that are just so fucking gory and i remember my man uh mark boone jr who plays bo brower he has like this like this construction looking machine and he's just like he goes on a rampage himself and then they're like slicing up vampires with that machine and then he finally does a, a, a suicide and he blows himself up along with them you know that's one of like the catchy parts of the scene uh one of my scenes that i like i know another thing i like too about this movie is the cinematography <laughs> like i know it's funny me saying that because i'm a big c- cinematographer and like I, i'm a fan of it but to capture the essence to show you how small this town was when they did an aerial shot i was like you know when you do aerial shots you're used to seeing um la new york and big cities you know uh, hong kong or you know whatever and you get amazed of how the city looks like and the lights and the tall buildings and here you're like so pathetic and small and you're like yo this place is fucking small and everything's like kind of like well like well separated but not too far of a distance like a house is like maybe five feet away so obviously this plays an advantage for both vampires 
and the and the citizens of this uh, of Barrow, Alaska. And the advantage point for the vampires is them to be on high ground, so they go up on the roofs, and you can't even hear these people. And the advantages for the humans is that they found like this house where it's like a um, a pull down roof where they don't even notice that it's there, so it's quiet. So these people are hiding out there and they're trying to make the best of this shit because they gotta last 30 fucking days. And I remember that you start seeing them growing beards and stuff like that. Everybody's like cold. And some people are losing their shit because they're like, I don't want to die here off of hunger. All right, you know. I'm like, but damn it, like, what's better? Like, dying off of hunger or dying off of a fucking vampire? So we get to like the climax point where it's. The people couldn't handle it anymore. You know, we lose uh, Bo Brower. And then we get this small little girl just walking in the middle of the streets. And she, you know, I guess was bait to lure them out. <clears throat> so uh, Stella fell for it. And she goes and trying to save the girl. And then, you know, Eben obviously was mad about this. She's like, hey, if you get this, you, we got to go to this, um, to that freaking building that I can't even identify what it is but anyways they go to these they meet me at this place and they go there i believe the his brother and two other survivors go to this uh building where it's like very you know spacious and warm but there's a lot of like machinery going on and everything and i think it pumps like oil so I guess that's what it's done. Like it does, it, it it contains fuel for the town, I believe, but it does not maintain their power. The power plant is one thing. So when we go there, we get Josh Hartner. He finally goes over there after like menacing around, luring the vampires out because just as I think it's just ter- stop terrifying the other citizens that are hiding out and. We get, before he even gets there, I, I forgot to mention that he does find Billy after like, I forgot, like 27 days or something. And then this guy has like long hair now and like bigger beard and he had to kill his family. So he's not proud of that. And so then he gets like left behind as Josh Hartman is headed to, headed to this building where his brother's at. So obviously... Manu Bennett gets bitten by a vampire so he's like not dead all the way so he's like almost turning into one so then he goes to the building which is stupid because he's not thinking straight now he's leading one of the vampires in that building which that was like by far the safest building because nobody knows how to there's like a like a little passage to get in there yeah and you gotta like know it for sure and the vampires didn't know it until Billy fucked up. Fucking dummy! So then we get this fucking gruesome ass scene where the vampire is like chasing Billy around and then he's biting him even more. So now this guy is more fucked up. And then, of course, Josh Hartnett, he's like swinging his axe around this vampire and he finally throws him in this machine and he just like goes into pieces. But then now we turn into Billy. And he's freaking the fuck out. He's like, like uh, yelling, and then he's like doing the vampire screech kind of. And Josh Hartner was just looking at him. He's like, "Damn, there's only one thing I gotta do." And this is like by far to me the most graphic scene ever. Like, 
this guy takes the axe and you see him go to town while Billy is sitting there and he just like chops out his neck and then you see his neck tilt to the left like looking like a fucking pest dispenser and I was like yo this shit is wild this shit is fucking wild and then he just and then they cut off the scene and he's still going and I guess he just severed his head off so that was crazy and I was like a part of me like sometimes with horror movies like even scenes intense like that I can't help but to laugh because it's just like I was like I was like laughing out of like like distraught like I was like holy shit they really showed this but at the same time I'm like horror movies tend to make me laugh sometimes I don't know call me a weirdo but it was hilarious to me at the same time too but anyways so now they're freaking the fuck out they're like the vampires know where we are we gotta get the fuck out of here and we get Evan he gets like a syringe from the first aid kit in the building and then he goes and he takes blood from fucking Billy who's dead with his head fucking off and he puts it in him and then they're like no why did you do that his brother's like in tears and you just they just see him transform into the vampire already and he's like oh and once he's like done like he's like i can smell your blood from here and then he's like i gotta go outside and just handle this so i guess that was like a good plan of his to do so i mean you know you gotta like the term is you gotta fight fire with fire so fuck it he became a vampire but then he's like containing his hunger and he got he's getting all these pains inside of him because he's like his body is transforming and his teeth is like getting sharper and shit and his eyes are pitch black so he goes to the middle of the town there's a fire going on they're like they the, the vampires want to burn the damn town down so they put oil all over the place and they just want to burn it and stella meanwhile is hidden somewhere underneath the house with the with the little girl that i spoke about earlier and then we get josh hartner he gets close to the center of the town and then boom he sees the group of vampires so with danny houston being the head vampire there they square off they fight and then we get this other crazy scene where once he's like fucks up josh hartner and he has him down to the floor uh uh, Danny Houston just goes and he just like charges at him Rawr! and then and then this guy just does a punch and it goes straight through his mouth and out through the back of his brain and I was like yo this shit is wild straight and he up. fucking dies right there and then all the other vampires just turn mad bitch like they're like oh shit like are we with this guy now or should we just fucking leave and then Josh Hartner just like should I go after them when he finds Stella finally? And Stella's like, well, what did you do? And she's like, she noticed that like, he looks like a vampire. So he's like, I should go after them? Like, what? Like, And she's like, nah. And she's, and they let him go. And then the sun's coming up. So we get this small little moment of the last few minutes of the movie. And they, they both decide to go to this mountaintop and watch the sunset and as the sunset is happening of course uh josh harden is turning into ashes and we get the end so overall i have to say like you know there, there's really nothing for me to nitpick here um 
I don't really have anything bad to point out, which is very strange because sometimes in horror movies, I always find something bad to point out. Because something's either too fucking cheesy or corny or it looked so fake. Because, <laughs> like, getting the graphics done sometimes for these movies, you got to be, like, a fucking ace, like, to do this shit. And David Slade and his crew of... Um, of production did a great job at this i believe everything looked believable even the parts where like you're fucking chopping off your best friend's head off um this shit was great to me and i my rating uh for this movie would be a solid three which is the top you know um grade for for me on this show and I would definitely recommend this movie, especially, you know, being in the month of October. This is fantastic to watch. And you could catch it on Amazon Prime. Shout out to them. Uh, I don't know how long it'll be there, but being that, it'll, you know, we're going to be uh, we're in the month of October. I don't see why not. They could just let it there for a longer time because it's been out for a while in Prime. I just know I realized that but hopefully it doesn't expire. So, yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the review. Um, Be on the lookout again. We're going to keep doing nothing but horror movies and horror TV series. Um, Definitely going to have some guests um, come on the show and review these movies or uh, or TV series. And just stay tuned. You might never know what I'll do next, but hopefully it's a good one. (laughs) So, I'm out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, everybody.